Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. There's a push to get express lanes on this area interstate in both directions all day long. I'm Mike Marilla. A fresh look at the way Prince George's County is growing. I'm Dick Iuliano. Bad night for the Wizards. It's midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The former CEO of the failed cryptocurrency firm FTX has been arrested in the Bahamas the day before he was to testify before Congress. CBS's Matt Piper has details. Sam Bankman-Fried's arrest followed receipt of formal notification from the United States that it has filed criminal charges against SBF and is likely to request his extradition, the Attorney General's office said in a statement. He is former CEO of FTX, which was one of the world's largest cryptocurrency exchanges before it collapsed last month and filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection, leading to Bankman-Fried's resignation. A large winter storm has brought snow across the country, says CBS's Carter Evans. In northern Utah, more than 20 people were injured after a charter bus driver lost control and crashed on a slick highway. And as the storm moved east, a time-lapse video from the National Weather Service shows Ketchum, Idaho, getting more than 20 inches in about 24 hours. Oh! And it brought thunder snow to Iowa. But it's not all bad. The winter weather also means some fun. The year's first snowball fights and... Awesome sledding. Abu Aguila Mohammed Massoud appeared in federal court in Washington, D.C. on Monday. He's charged with making the bomb that brought down Pan Am Flight 103 over Lockerbie, Scotland in December 1988. All 259 people on board the plane were killed and 11 people on the ground died as well. Victoria Cummings' husband, John, was on the plane. Finally, for the first time in 34 years, I was hopeful that we could have one of the perpetrators come to a U.S. courtroom and, and hold them accountable. The U.S. Department of Energy will announce what it's calling a major scientific breakthrough related to attempts to develop the ability to generate energy through nuclear fusion. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez reports on that. The reported breakthrough involves fusing two or more atoms into one, creating massive amounts of heat and therefore energy. That's different from how nuclear power plants currently generate energy using fission, splitting atoms apart, which creates radioactive waste. The goal is to create a limitless and clean source of power that would end our reliance on fossil fuels at a time when climate change is threatening our planet. The special counsel has sent subpoenas to Nevada's most populous county and to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. Jack Smith was appointed last month to oversee the Justice Department investigations into classified documents at former President Trump's home in Florida and the January 6th insurrection. This is CBS News. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factors. At ANOVA, our integrated AFib team works together to provide personalized care that is proven to achieve the best results. We work in sync to make sure your heart beats in regular rhythm. Schedule your AFib consult today at ANOVA.org slash heartbeat. WTOP at 1203. Good Tuesday morning. It's the 13th of December, 2022. Partly cloudy, very cold. Overnight, early morning lows in the 20s and 30s by daybreak. We're at 35 degrees right now. 
Good morning to you. Dean Blaine, we thank you for taking us along for your midnight morning ride Tuesday. We begin the ride this morning with a story about three years after former D.C. Councilmember David Grosso went public about this with his story of abuse by a Northern Virginia priest. That former member of the clergy was found guilty this week in Loudoun County in a courtroom. In a story you were hearing first on WTOP, Grosso shares what it felt like to him to see the man who sexually abused him as a young teenager, appear before the judge. Just before jury selection, former Catholic priest Scott Azalone entered an Alford plea, admitting the evidence against him of felony carnal knowledge of a minor would result in a guilty verdict. I hadn't seen him since probably 1987, and, you know, I had to really gather myself and walk as fast as I could because we ran into him outside. Former D.C. lawmaker David Grosso was abused when he was 14, when Azalone was the rector of St. Francis de Sales in Percival. He left the church but never faced charges. You know, 37 years later, since I was assaulted, I think I wish I had gone to the police when I was 22 and gotten it all over with then. Oslon will be sentenced in April. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Michael Burbage of the Diocese of Arlington says this morning victims of sexual abuse as a child continue to experience ongoing trauma and suffering even decades after that abuse actually took place. He is further urging any allegation of abuse to be reported to the diocese, as well as authorities. WTOP at 1205. The former Loudoun County Public School Superintendent and his spokesman have been indicted by a special grand jury. The jurors were impaneled to explore circumstances surrounding the school system's response to two separate sexual assaults by the same student. The Office of Virginia's Attorney General will be prosecuting the cases. Former school superintendent Scott Ziegler faces three counts. Two are related to a special education teacher the indictment says was penalized for making a court appearance and for expressing views on matters of public concern. The third misdemeanor handed down by the grand jury is related to Ziegler allegedly lying at a school board meeting when asked about assaults and bathrooms. Loudoun School spokesman Wade Byard faces a felony count of lying under oath. Chrissy King, WTOP News. And we have a statement this morning from the family of one of the students who was assaulted. Speaking through their attorney, the family says this morning that over the last 14 months since their daughter was assaulted, not one member of the school board administration or even local high school leadership has actually reached out to check on how she's doing, lend any type of support or even apologize for what we're going through as a family. That alone speaks volumes to what we have endured throughout this ordeal. WTOP News Time, now 12.06. Turning to Transportation Tuesday morning, if you live in Northern Virginia, listen up. Would having express lanes in both directions, in both directions now, get you to and from work faster, do you think? An area leader thinks so. When the express lanes came to I-95, Fairfax County Board of Supervisors Chair Jeff McKay says... I was strongly advocating when the project was first done that it was short-sighted to do reversible lanes. What makes a case for it? He says look at the I-66 express lanes that go in both directions all day. If you look at traffic volumes on I-66 and compare them to Interstate 95... Uh, they're virtually identical. In a story first reported by NBC4, he believes the existing right-of-way can be used for the extra lanes and for express lane operator Transurban, it's a win because they lose revenue each day. These lanes, to change directions, 
are closed for hours every day. Mike Morello, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.07. Reliable transportation is often the deciding factor in a family's ability to escape poverty. While the car business has been turned upside down and car donations have become scarce, the number of local families needing reliable transportation has not changed. Your car donation to Vehicles for Change will help a local family not only get a job, but get their children to daycare, after-school activities, and doctor appointments. The process is easy, and you may qualify for the highest possible tax deduction. Visit vehiclesforchange.org and donate your car today. Silver Social is now open in the Navy Yard. Hidden inside another restaurant, Silver Social will surprise you with its refined sharing plates and handcrafted cocktails. Enjoy an eclectic mix of chef-created options and elevated comfort food paired with classic American cocktails. And be ready to take in the sweeping second floor views from the heated outdoor terrace. Serving dinner, cocktails, and brunch for those 21 and older. Visit silversocialdc.com to learn more. Good Tuesday morning, December 13th. Welcome into WTOP. You're with WTOP. Back Dean Lane. 12.08 in the morning. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Driving in weather on the 8th and when it breaks, good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We start in Virginia, 95 northbound, expecting delays and stoppages through our work zone coming across the Rappahannock River, heading toward and past Falmouth, heading toward the Center Park Parkway. Single left is getting by at the moment, but Virginia state officials telling us that they will be stopping traffic on those northbound lanes or in that northbound lane, singular. And for up to 30 minutes at a time at various points in the overnight hours. Have not seen any stoppages yet, but it's early. We will keep you posted. If you see it before we do, 866-304-WTOP. Elsewhere on 95, the northbound work zone before Route 610, Garrisonville Road, exit 43. That's a left lane to get by now. And a bit of a sluggish ride, a bit of a surprise in this one. We weren't expecting it to be quite so sluggish, but it has come to be a bit of a quagmire to get past it. Once you're past it, you're good. Southbounders not affected. Capitol Beltway, the outer loop work from the Legion Bridge past the George Washington Memorial Parkway to a point just before the Dulles Toll Road. Left lane getting by. Northbound is coming off of the GW Parkway to get onto the outer loop. You must use the lights at Georgetown Pike and go through that intersection. Use that ramp to get onto the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway. Your normal route is not is not available. It's blocked right now. Express lanes, no help here either if you're coming off the Legion Bridge. They are shut down after Georgetown Pike heading all the way to I-66. On 66, the work zone westbound inside the Beltway is near the Dulles Connector Road, a left lane block there. Outside the Beltway, from the Manassas Rest Area towards Sudley Road, it's a single left lane to get by. Maryland, 95, the northbound work near the Baltimore Beltway. The left lane is blocked, so is the ramp to the inner loop of the Baltimore Beltway. 270 northbound near Bucky's Town Pike, the left lane getting by. The on and off ramps for Route 85 are shut down as well. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good used cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. It is a chilly start across our area. Most locations in the low to mid 20s, about 30, 32 degrees in the city. High temperatures rebounding into the mid 40s with sunshine. Not a bad afternoon, but again, a chilly start, so make sure you bundle up. On Wednesday, we'll see a high temperature of 46 degrees. We'll see increasing clouds throughout the day, but a pretty nice afternoon, as once again, as long as you're bundled up for it. Thursday, we'll see temperatures back into the mid 40s, but starting off close to freezing. A lot of rain during the day, especially south and east of D.C., but north and west, we could see ice, and we're calling Thursday a weather alert day. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we're at 40 degrees in 
Chantilly this morning as well. Pen Quarter, 35 in Columbia. Having gone up a couple of degrees in the last few minutes, we're 38 now in our nation's capital. Midnight hour, Tuesday morning, December 13th. Glad you're with us. This check brought to you on WTOP this early morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Latest on the war between Russia and Ukraine. Coming up next on WTOP, where the time is 12-11. Good morning. Glad you're with us. Kansas City Steak Company, another AmericanEagle.com success story. Started in 1932 as a family-owned butcher shop, today they're a leading distributor of superior all-American steaks delivered right to your door, ready for the grill and your taste buds. When it came to their website, an average site wouldn't do. They chose AmericanEagle.com to take their website to the next level. With a dramatic increase in competition and a softening market demand, they had two challenges. Improve their brand presence and message and produce a positive return. AmericanEagle.com got to work and executed usability studies and detailed audits of site experience, digital assets, and marketing. The result, an integrated digital marketing and customer experience plan, organic traffic increase of 20%, and a long-term roadmap for success. If you love great steaks, go to KansasCitySteaks.com. For website design, development, and online solutions that bring efficiency and results, visit AmericanEagle.com. If you need a results-driven website, call the team at AmericanEagle.com. At 877 WebNow 1. That's 877 WebNow 1. This is WTOP News. Good Tuesday morning, December 13th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us this early hour. It's 12 12 in the morning. Now to the latest in the war between Ukraine and Russia. Ukraine said to have launched a massive attack recently on Russian occupied Crimea, and the impact of this attack is really said to be significant. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with more for us. What you're hearing are HIMARS. It's a rocket system the Ukrainians are using. They deployed it in a major strike on Crimea on Saturday. There are a wide range of casualty assessments. Russia claims anywhere from 2 to 10 Russian troops were killed. Ukraine says dozens, even approaching 100 to 200 Russian troops were killed. Over the weekend, Ukraine said it killed more than 600 troops in just one day, making a reference to these attacks. The strike is significant because it's believed to have wiped out a hotel where Russian mercenaries to the Wagner Group were staying. According to witnesses, there were 10 explosions, and the night sky on Saturday was lit up, and so was Ukrainian social media, with news about this massive strike. Now, Ukraine's military says the weather is causing some problems, but when it gets colder, things will improve. Sounds counterintuitive. Explain what that's about. That's right, Sean. It's muddy and wet right now. And heavy military equipment just gets mired in all of that muck. It doesn't move. It's hard to do anything. This has essentially slowed Ukraine's counteroffensive almost to a halt. So what they mean when they say it'll get better when it gets colder, the ground will be frozen. And this heavy equipment will move a lot easier, just like those HIMARS that you were hearing in that report there. Also, the Ukrainians are much better prepared from clothing and equipment standpoints than the Russian troops. So as the weather gets colder, these Russian troops who are seriously understaffed, underfed, underclothed, and under everything will be at a major disadvantage. For the latest in the war between Ukraine and Russia, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green, talking with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Tuesday morning, December 13th, 1215. Sports time indeed. Our first midnight hit with Rock.
One number stands out from the Wizards' 112-110 loss to the Brooklyn Nets. 20 turnovers, leading to 21 points. Why Wes Unsell Jr.? I think at times guys try and do too much, make things happen on their own. It's tough for switches. I mean, you know, it's not necessarily what you're running, it's how you run it. And, you know, just reading how they're guarding it, you know, slipping and get below coverage. Sometimes they hold on to it too long, and that's an aggressive defense. Kevin Durant had 30 points and 9 rebounds in his hometown, and Kristaps Porzingis scored 12 of his 20 points in the first quarter before before sitting out the fourth with back tightness that leaves him day-to-day. Navy Athletic Director Chet Gladchuk explained the reason behind firing Ken Niamatololo as the longtime head football coach of the midshipmen. I conveyed it to him, and I also conveyed it, as I mentioned, for 20 years to the head coach every year. As a matter of fact, the coach states to his team you know, what his goals are every year and what our objectives are. And again, it was clear as a bell. There's no confusion with regard to what the expectations are. Which he says is Commander-in-Chief Trophies and Bowl Eligibility. Niamatololo told ESPN he was fired at his post-game locker immediately after the double overtime loss to Army. Nia Montalolo, the winningest coach in program history, but just completed a third straight season with four or fewer wins and has lost five of the last seven meetings with rival Army. The Washington Commanders activated Carson Wentz from injured reserve, but starting center Tyler Larson is headed to IR, and the Arizona Cardinals would lose Kyler Murray to a non-contact injury in the first quarter of a 27-13 loss to the New England Patriots. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. As always, 1216 on WTOP. Federal government is looking this weekend to TikTok, the Chinese social media company, over security concerns. CBS correspondent Scott McFarland this morning on why it could pose a threat to our national security. TikTok's vice president of public policy, Michael Beckerman, says the worry is overstated. I, I think for, it makes it makes for it makes for good politics. He says TikTok collects less data than other social media apps and is also working to move user information to servers in the United States out of the reach of China. I mean, this would be the firewall. But again, bulletproof. Nothing is bulletproof. But for the concerns that are being raised on this, yeah, this is bulletproof. The military and at least seven different states prohibit the use of the social media app on official government devices. WTOP News Time now. 1217 to the state of Georgia. We turn now this early midnight hour Tuesday morning, where recently a re-elected Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger has now received a subpoena, we're told, related to the special counsel investigation into former President Trump. In a phone call on January 2nd, 2021, Mr. Trump had apparently suggested that Raffensperger find, you'll remember, the votes needed to give him a win in the state. The subpoena follows others served last week in several states. The top stories we're following for you this morning on WTLP. A former Northern Virginia clergyman found guilty this week of sexual abuse against a minor. We'll hear from the victim this morning, a former D.C. lawmaker. A grand jury indicts Loudoun County's recently fired superintendent of schools. We'll tell you what charges he's facing this morning linked to his handling of two different sexual assaults in two different schools. And the former CEO of the failed cryptocurrency firm titled FTX was arrested in the Bahamas. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Tuesday morning, December 13th, where the time is 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, over to Ian Crawford this morning to the WTOP Traffic Center. We're going to start this time in the district with crash activity through Deanwood, DC 295 northbound through northeast near Burroughs Avenue, just beyond that ramp, I believe, is where you'll find the crash activity. And we follow police direction to get by with some delay heading toward Eastern Avenue. Southbound or should not be affected. The ongoing issues with the fire department activity and the gas main break. It's on Kennedy Kennedy Street Northwest between 7th and 5th Streets Northwest with road closures in a 
effect. And, of course, downtown near the convention center, the ongoing road closures surrounding the African Leaders Summit. we got a full list of those online at WTOP.com. Take a look and know before you go. To Virginia we go on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway off the Legion Bridge, passing the George Washington Memorial Parkway into a point just before the Dulles Toll Road is where you find the work zone. Single left lane is getting by. Northbounders from the GW Parkway trying to get onto the outer loop, that slip ramp, before you get to Georgetown Pike out of commission. So you need to use the lights at Georgetown Pike and then continue through the lights onto the ramp that would carry you onto the outer loop there. On the rest of the Beltway, we should be in fairly decent shape in the main travel lane. 66 westbound work before the Dulles uh, Dulles Connector Road has a left lane blocked. Outside the Beltway, the big ticket item is going to be between Centerville and Manassas. Westbound on 66 from the Manassas Rest Area toward Sudley Road, a left lane gets by the work single file. Eastbounders, you'll find the work from 29 Centerville toward the Fairfax County Parkway. That is also one to the left to get by. Keeping eagle eye on things on 95 northbound after the Rappahannock River Bridge heading for the Center Park Parkway. A left lane gets by the work, and we are going to have stoppages here. Have not seen them push the button to stop traffic yet, but it could come and could last as long as 30 minutes. In the fight against COVID, you've got options, Virginia, like boosters to fight variants and treatments if you're sick. Go to vdh.virginia.gov slash coronavirus or call 877-VAX-NVA. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. A cold start to our Tuesday for sure. Temperatures in the mid-20s in some of the colder suburbs, low to mid-20s, and temperatures in the afternoon rebounding back into the low to mid-40s. So going to be a chilly day. Make sure you bundle up for it, even with plenty of sunshine. 46 on Wednesday with increasing clouds ahead of our next storm system. We're calling Wednesday night and Thursday a weather alert day for rain and potential for ice. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 40 degrees at Fort Belvoir as well in Foggy Bottom. 40 in Silver Spring. We're looking at 38 degrees in our nation's capital right now. Going for the entertainment gold next on WTLP this midnight hour. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Jack Taylor, and there's a new standard in five-star senior living coming to Gaithersburg, the Carnegie at Washingtonian Center. There's a difference between living and living well, and life at the Carnegie is like no other. There's easy access to retail shopping, dining, entertainment, and cultural events. Enjoy their curated art gallery, literary works, partnerships with nearby vineyards, and learning opportunities with iconic educational institutes. You can explore more at their Discovery Center at 129 Ellington Boulevard in Gaithersburg or visit online at lifeatthecarnegie.com. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. At least one home sold every day. That's the Jennifer Young Home Story. This is Dave Johnson. And one reason, Jennifer's Coming Soon program. That tests the market as you prepare your home for sale. That starts the line for buyers interested in your home. And Jennifer Young Homes has over 15,000 buyers in their database ready to look at your home. Jennifer Young Homes marketing worked for me. Let them work for you. Go ahead, call Jennifer today at 877-611-SELL or go online to JenniferYoungHomes.com or Google Jennifer Young Homes and consider your home sold. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. This is WTOP News. Good morning. Welcome in. 1222 on WTOP Tuesday morning. 
Golden Globe nominations are out this week. Among this year's nominees for Best Picture, the dark comedy titled The Banshees of Inish Aaron and the sci-fi adventure Everything Everywhere All at Once. The televised award ceremony, you'll remember, was canceled last year after a series of scandals, including a backlash over its lack of diversity. This morning, Vulture critic Jen Cheney with her take. I wasn't too surprised, especially on the film side, by the nominations that we saw, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once and The Banshees of Inish Sharon got a number of nominations. And on the TV side, Abbott Elementary got several. So that wasn't really too surprising. On the TV side, though, there were some unexpected nominations from my point of view, like Hillary Swank for Alaska Daily. But overall, this was not too, too surprise-laden. Seems like people are talking about a snub for uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks uh, was not nominated, but uh, maybe more importantly, I guess, Tom Cruise was not nominated. A lot of people thought Oh, that's he what I meant. Tom Cruise, sorry. Oh, okay. Hanks, Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise, yes. <laughs> well, we feel bad for Tom Hanks also, but Tom Cruise, um, <laughs> people thought he might get nominated for Top Gun Maverick. However, in light of the kind of scandals and controversies around the Globes, he returned his Golden Globes last year. So. That may have been a factor in why he wasn't nominated. So the Golden Globes addressed the controversy of its lack of diversity. How have they done that? Well, they basically doubled the voting pool. They didn't add a ton of new members, but they but they allowed people who are not members of Hollywood Foreign Press to vote this year. And they very carefully, I think, tried to diversify the people in that voting pool. So I think you have a broader sense of representation. But I do think there's still some, you know, trepidation about how to treat the Golden Globes going forward. I'm not sure, you know, is everybody who's nominated going to show up or not? It's, it's going to be interesting to see. Is it still relevant? Are the Glo- Golden Globes still viewed uh, the same way now that they've been sort of called out? I mean, they've been called out for, for years, and then we sort of just accepted it for a while. Um, so this isn't totally new that it's been called out, but I think you know, the fact it's never been canceled. It's never been, you know, not shown on NBC the way it was last year. And, you know, the world kept on turning even without the Globes getting the publicity that they usually get. However, I do think it, it is a little bit of a boost for NBC to have that show. And, and I think it, it does help people kind of focus some of their attentions around what should be nominated or not for the Oscars. But I don't think it's vital. For the Golden Globe nominations, that's Vulture critic Jen Cheney talking with Deb and Ann. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. You're listening to WTOP News. Right, the time now is 1225. Funny news, we bring you each half hour at 25 and 55 on WTOP. A nice day on Wall Street with the Dow closing up 528 points, NASDAQ up 139, S&P gained 56. It's been a tough year for D.C. restaurants. The Restaurant Association of Metropolitan Washington says at least 48 have shut down this year, eight more than in 2021. And how much would you have to make each year to feel rich? A CNBC survey finds a majority of Americans say they'd have to make at least 200 grand a year to feel wealthy. Brendan Hazelton, WTOP News. This holiday season, Diamonds Direct gives you the gift of 0% interest financing for three years on any purchase. With high prices and high interest rates everywhere else, Diamonds Direct is here with the incredible shopping experience you need. Our guaranteed best value prices will save you money. And with 0% interest, you can spread your payments over three years with no finance charge. Period. And for this holiday season, we're showcasing an expanded selection of affordable and timeless holiday gifts. Ring 